0: Hi, everyone. This is John from pureandsimplebible.com. And all this month, we are considering kids and their impact and value on the Christian faith. It's our last podcast of the month. And you know, there are just a lot of examples in the Bible of young people who did amazing things or overcame huge odds. I think about Samuel or David, Esther and Mary. And you know what? so many deserve their moment of reflection, and and maybe we can do them on the podcast later on. But since this is our last podcast on this theme, I want to spend some time reflecting on a verse that will help you and me apply biblical principles in our lives today. So this week's podcast is about how to be a Christian example to others as a younger person. So whether you consider yourself young or young at heart, consider the reflection verse For the podcast. It's 1 Timothy 4.12. Let's hear it together.
1: Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity.
0: As always, let's connect this verse and topic to the song. Last Wednesday night, I was able to round up a few people after church and help me sing it. So the recording that you're going to hear is a group of about 30 people after church on one microphone. It was a lot of fun. I want you to listen to a single verse of it and then think about what they're talking about in the song. You know, I love the melody and the harmonies in that song. Plus, it has just a fantastic message. And back once again on the podcast is my good friend Ken here to talk about it. Hey Ken, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks. You know, that song was written in 1719, and the beginning phrase comes from Psalms one nineteen and nine. There the Bible says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? Interesting.
0: So even though it was 300 years ago, human nature tends to be the same. It's easy to forget that we shouldn't let our youth be an excuse for not being a good example.
1: Good point, and I see where you're going with this. You're connecting that point to the reflection verse in 1 Timothy 4 and 12. That's right.
0: You know, it seems like young Christians needed to be encouraged 2,000 years ago as well. Paul was an older Christian who is writing to Timothy, a younger Christian.
1: Yeah, and Paul even thought of Timothy as his son in the faith. So the relationship was a very special one. Yes, it was. And apparently, Paul felt that it was necessary to encourage
0: Timothy not to be discouraged because of his youth, nor to let his youth be an excuse for immature behavior. Instead, Paul exhorts Timothy to be an example mm-hmm. to others. Do you remember what those examples were?
1: Mm, let's see. Timothy was to be an example in speech, conduct, uh-huh. faith, right, and purity. Oh, in love. That's, that's right. Good job.
0: There were five ways that this younger man could be an example to all believers. And what I want to challenge you and I to do, Ken, is to define and provide a biblical example or application for these five character traits for young people to be good examples. So let's start with speech. I'll define it and you apply it. Okay. Speech simply means the words and the attitude that one has when they're speaking to another both
1: about Jesus and just in general conversation. Okay, okay. Now, let's apply that. I think about Colossians 4 and 6, where the Bible says that our speech should be with grace as though it was seasoned with salt. And I also think about Ephesians 5 and 4, which says, let there be no filthiness, no foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead, let there be thanksgiving. So I can be a good example by thinking about the things I say. I shouldn't use bad words, but always speak with kindness and respect. Mhm. Hey, can I add one? Sure, go ahead.
0: Okay. Uh Philippians 2:14 says, "Do everything without complaining or arguing." I know sometimes kids might want to complain about something they don't like or argue with their brother or sister. I remember doing that when I was a kid. But to be a good
1: example as a young person, we should try not to argue or complain. That's that's a good point. I mean, it can be kind of tough, but that's a great point. Yeah. Okay, so The next character trait Paul wants us to have or writes about is conduct. And I define it and you apply it. Okay. While speech refers to what you say, conduct refers to what you do. It refers to your behavior and your lifestyle.
0: Hmm. Okay. So when I think about being an example in conduct, I think about shining the light of Jesus through how I act towards others and how I act even when I'm alone Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16 that shining our lights, that is being a good example in how we live, will point others to God. Well, we are the light of the world. The world sees God through us. Yes, sir. Now, the third character trait that Christians can be an example of was love. Love is kind of hard to explain. You know, I I use that word to describe different things. I mean, I love my mom and i love pizza the same word but very different meaning
1: well i hope you don't love pizza as much as you love your mom (laughs) of course not you know i love you mom
0: (laughs) but that little comparison helps me explain it uh love is a word that is used a lot but it can mean different things so Mm -hmm. yes i i love pizza but i don't have affection And tender care for it like I do for my mom. I mean, my love love for my mom is is
1: way deeper and more special than pizza. (laughs) That's funny, John. I hope so. You know, there's no better application of love than in 1 Corinthians 13. Ah, the love chapter. Yep, that's right. And my challenge to young people is to memorize the descriptions there of love and then live it out. Be an example of loving through being patient when someone does something that bothers you, Mm -hmm. Be an example of loving through not bragging about yourself, but lifting another up. Oh, that's good. 1 Corinthians 13 is an excellent way and shows many different ways to apply love. I'm excited about that potential there. So, um, let's do a fourth one. Okay. Let's go to faith. I'll define it and you apply it. Okay? All right. Faith is trusting in God, and we demonstrate that by obeying Him. Hmm. can I'm going to pause here because
0: some might see faith as simply believing in God or, you know, like acknowledging him. Mm-hmm. Like, I have faith. I,
1: I acknowledge he exists. But you're saying that faith is more than that? Yeah, absolutely. That is what Romans 4 and 5 says. Hebrews 11 and other scriptures help us to understand that faith is demonstrating trust through the life walk with Jesus. That is obedience. Okay. So then then I guess I need to apply this concept to young people. And
0: how can we be an example of faith? Oh, I know. I want to look at a young lady who is a great
1: example of faith, Jesus' earthly mother, Mary. Mm, Okay, that's an interesting connection. Uh, How do you see her as an example of faith? Well, most scholars
0: believe Mary was still a teenager when the angel came and told her that she would be miraculously made pregnant with the Son of God. I mean, could you imagine being in middle school or high school
1: and receiving that kind of responsibility? Well, I mean... No, because I'm not a woman, but even <laughs> yeah. if I was, that would have been
0: really rough. Yeah, and what would have been even more challenging was that she probably would be alone socially among the people that, that didn't trust her. And yet when the angel reveals God's plan in Luke chapter 1, verse 38, she says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled.
1: Dude, that's, that's actually a really good example of faith. Exactly. She demonstrated trust by accepting
0: and obeying as God said so young people can commit their lives to God in a similar way now let's consider the last one purity purity means to be free of defect or imperfection another simple way to describe
1: it might be clean okay okay now uh that's that's kind of a challenge God calls for young people to be pure and in today's age, that, that can be tough. I know. And you know what? Even grown-ups struggle with purity. But just because we struggle with purity doesn't mean we should give up trying to live a pure life. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, purity is a great way to be an example. In fact, young people can apply purity with the first four character traits. We can all have pure speech, pure actions, pure love, and pure faith. Hey, that's a good idea. By keeping our speech
0: free from bad language and our actions free from bad choices, we are practicing
1: purity. Okay. Now, uh, the list does go on. So, for example, as young people grow older, they can practice purity by honoring their relationship with the person they're dating. So, since God wants us to wait for marriage to enjoy a physical relationship, young people can set the example and encourage their friends and fellow believers To be pure as well. That's a good point. I think about Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4.
0: I'm sure moms and dads can get into a deeper conversation on it. And with that, we're going to end this conversation about the five character traits of setting a good example as a
1: young person. Well, if I can say, I'm really excited to challenge myself with these ways to set an example, even though some might question if I'm still young. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Good thing this is a podcast because no one can see my gray hair. Kim. Will you
0: remind me of the character traits for setting a good example, please?
1: Sure. Young people can be an example in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. That's right. Thank you, sir.
0: And that's it for today, everyone. Ken, thanks for stopping by.
1: Not a problem. It's been a great time talking about kids and ways to encourage young people. So just keep it up, John. Have a good one. See you, Ken. All right. Do you remember the song
0: that we listened to at the intro of the podcast? It was called... How Shall the Young Secure Their Heart, and it was written by Isaac Watts way back in 1719, almost 300 years ago. Now, I was able to get a hold of Ryan Spradley, who can help us appreciate this song. Okay, so I'm here at After Church with Ryan. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Hey, Jonathan, how are you? I'm great. Good. All right, so we're talking about uh, How Shall the Young Secure Their Heart, and my first question for you is, when you lead this song, as the song leader, how how you know what's going through your mind? How do you feel?
2: So this was actually uh, a song that uh, we grew up singing a lot, and was always kind of one of my favorites uh, as a child, especially because uh, number one, he's talking about kids, and how many songs do you about that? You know, talk about that anyway. Uh, but two, it's got kind of this really cool march feel to it, um, particularly when you're singing it up to up to tempo and things like that. So uh, that was always an encouragement to me because uh, you're talking about, you've got a message, a really great message here with um, important truths, but you can also package it in this up-tempo, really kind of masculine, march-type feeling song, and okay. uh, that was always a, a big one for me. Tell me what the song is about. Um, it's just talking about how the, the gospel and how scripture can be used as, as a model and uh, a shield, kind of if you want to keep the, the march thing going, that, that kind of metaphor going, uh, can be used as, a, as kind of a, a safety blanket or a, a security blanket um, mm-hmm. to keep both young and old people um, and keep their hearts Their minds protected and, and, and things like that
0: Seems like the words Are words I, I wouldn't use In casual conversation So uh, You know Since it was written 300 years ago Give or take uh,
2: I mean Do you think This is the way They spoke back then Or How does that Influence the song Sure So I think One of the, the neat things With, with music to, to think about When we listen To old music Like classical music And stuff like that And we hear that Kind of silly sounding voice Or or excessive sounding music or whatever it's important to to realize that pop music is pop music and and what we think of as radio music now was radio music to them so that that kind of conversational piece I mean they Uh, they would do things like meet up in in parlors, and and they would play that music like that together, much like we get together and sing karaoke. I mean, it was kind of a... (laughs) They they called it Hausmusik. It was really big in Germany. Um, And so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Isaac Watts from 1719 comes up with this really cool poem and uh, would very much have been, you know, maybe a little romanticized, but still the the language that they would have been using, for sure. Okay. So what are some takeaways from it? Like, when we sing the song together, uh, what...
0: What should I be thinking about or, you know, what, what sort of encouragement that I'm going to get whenever
2: I walk out the door afterwards? For me, it's always, it doesn't matter what yesterday felt like or what today is going to feel like, uh, you can always come back to a song like this or something like that and know that at the end of the day, uh, you are able, you know, like the text says, you know, have your heart secure or, or um, you're always taken care of. Cool. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Well, everyone, let's listen to the full song, How shall the young secure their hearts together one more time and consider its connection about being a good example as a young person? absolutely beautiful. You can find the whole song along with the songs of the week on the podcast page at pureandsimplebible.com. And while you're there, please check out the other podcasts, videos, and study resources that are yours to use, absolutely free. You remember our reflection verse? It was 1 Timothy 4:12. Let's hear it one more time.
1: Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity.
0: I love making checklists. And maybe this week I'll make a checklist about ways I can be a better example to others in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. What are some ways that you could internalize these character traits? What what kind of list could you make? Talk about it with someone that you love. And if you'd like, send me a note with your thoughts. You can write me at Pure and Simple Bible, all one word at gmail.com. This is Jonathan Edwards. Always remember God loves you very much, and I do too. Lord willing, see you next week.
2: Well, I'm here to tell you a story, a story that is true, about a judge by the name of Gideon, he was a man like me
0: and